Hello, everyone. How was your Thanksgiving? Um, we did something a little bit different this year. We decided that um, because our original plans um, fell through, that we would just lay low for the day. And I think that we all really enjoyed it. And one of the things that I told the kids is, let's just try it. Let's just try it and see what we think because it's just a Thanksgiving. And so we don't have to um, commit to this forever or anything like that, but we can give it a try. And I think we all really enjoyed it. And so any of you out there that lay low on Thanksgiving, um, I absolutely appreciate that you do that because it really was um, fun to just sit around and eat junk food and watch movies. And so it was a wonderful time. Um, so that was that. Well, so today, what I want to talk to you about is I want to talk to you about being stuck in the research. And I will expand on this. Basically, um, I did this too. And that's why I wanted to bring it to light. And it was interesting because um, when I was learning, when I first heard the term narcissist, I didn't even know what it meant. But I remember explaining my situation and they're like, oh yeah, you're dealing with a narcissist. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. And so I started researching what that was. I started listening to books about what it was. And I joined Facebook groups and I joined, you know, just different kinds of groups um, that would tell me what this was. And the more that I researched that, the more I realized, yes, that's exactly what I was dealing with. And that... Um, it was way deeper than I thought. And so that just kind of kept me in the research spin um, for a while because I was just flabbergasted that this was a thing. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was just like, I didn't know this was even a thing. Um, and I remember being in some Facebook groups and I remember um, when I had been in there for a while and I had, I felt just like a shift within myself, like this is not useful to me anymore. I had, I, I knew what it was. I knew um, how to spot it um, for the most part. I mean, sometimes there's still places that are, you know, very dark that we were like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that. But I had come to a point where I was just like, okay, I'm done with this. I'm ready to move forward. And so I just kind of wanted to point that out that um, we can get stuck there. And when we do this, we aren't growing and we aren't healing and we're not bringing ourselves out of it. Um, we just, you know, we just spin in there. And, and I wanted to um, also bring to light the fact that, um, you know, it's an interesting thing because with toxic relationships, what happens is that um, our, our cortisols, you know, our cortisol just keeps hitting, it keeps hitting, it keeps hitting, and our body gets addicted to having that because it just, um, my dog is barking, I don't know why, um, because it just puts us into that survival mode. And 
what happens over time is that we get um, addicted to that. And it's not like we, you know, we did choose it. But at the same time, um, it was just, it became a habitual thing in order to survive this place that we're in, um, you know, of, of always being nervous, of always being anxious, you know, depressed, whatever, um, that heightened feeling and the cortisol keeps hitting and it keeps hitting. And so we become addicted to that, that chemical. And so getting out of that is very challenging also because it's going against everything that has, you know, quote unquote, kept you alive for that amount of time. And um, so coming out of that can be very challenging. And um, it's just, it's kind of crazy to think about it because even if you don't feel like you have an ad addictive personality or an, ad you know, it's not a regular addiction. It's not like um, alcohol or drugs or, you know, food or TV or whatever like that. This is so internal and we, we what will happen is that when we start like, working forward out of that stuck spot from all of the chemicals working is that um, our body's like, no, 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 that is not our homeostatic place. And it wants to return there because that feels normal to us. Being in that heightened state feels normal to us. Even though it's not a place that's healthy, it feels normal. So when we try to bring ourselves out of that, then the body's like, work, you know, and it wants to go back. And so, yeah, we've just got, we have to um, see it first. I always say that. We've got to be aware first. We have to see what's going on um, and know it's there before we can do anything to change it. And um, so the first piece of this about being stuck in the research, um, we want to, once we, I mean, what we know, we can feel it within our body that, you know what, I'm done with this piece. And that can be addictive in and of itself, doing all of the research, staying stuck in that research mode, because it is, I don't know, it's, it's comfortable, you know, to the traumatized body and the traumatized mind, it feels like a, a place that is more comfortable than actually trying to move out of it. So <laughs> we, we need to look at ourselves. And I don't know where you are on your journey, um, but I also know that you can, by me saying this and by you hearing it, that you can take a look at your own life and you can say, ooh, yeah, that's me. I'm totally stuck there. And if you are, it's just, it's part of it. And there's no, you know, whatever amount of time that has been, it's okay. You know, we, now you can see it. And now you can say, am I done researching? Am I done knowing what I need to know so that I can move forward? And so if you are at that point right now, I just want to, um, just show yourself some grace, and and this is not this is not a place of shaming or oh my gosh I spent too much time there, 
There is no, that whatever time you spent there is the amount of time you're supposed to spend there. And you're hearing this now because maybe now it's the time for you to move out of that place. And so for me, once I realized that I was kind of spinning in that spot, um, I, I did remove myself from the Facebook groups that seemed like they were just doing that. And there was a lot of complaining going on and a lot of just like um, the victimization and stuff and that was in there. And I was just done with that. And I was just like, I want to move forward. I don't want to stay right where I am. I want to get past this piece of it so that I can move forward into the healing pieces of it. But the research is part of the healing because when we have that knowledge, then we can help ourselves later when we see that toxic behavior come up again. We could be like, ah, I remember learning about that. And I remember that now I see it and I don't have to respond to it. I don't have to do the things that I used to do, that I get to choose to be different. And so once you've gotten to that point, then you can move into the next part of it. And um, the next part, in my opinion, is realizing what's happening inside your body. And that's the cortisol, and that's the fight or flight, and that's the survival mode that we go into um, when we are triggered or, or, you know, when we start, when something starts going good and we revert back into, um, the, to the survival mode or when, um, somebody that seems really, really nice and, you know, whatever we meet them, um, but it seems like it's like too good to be true or whatever. And that's a, that's a really great area too, because we know a lot of us got into the, well, he seemed too good to be true. It seemed like it was all wonderful and he turned out to be a narcissist or she or the worker, you know, whatever, the boss. Um, so, but we, when we find somebody that fits into that pattern of what we were used to, it feels comfortable. It feels like, or exciting um, or, or some of those feelings. And, and we need to be very, very cautious and we need to really look at what's happening in our body with that because it could be that it's creating that cortisol hit that we need in order to keep us into that addicted pattern of the survival mode. It's a very, it's just a very funny little thing, but it is, it is something that um, I saw in myself also, and I still see it. Um, and so it's just, it's like this work that just keeps going. And when you get healthy relationships, they do feel different and they feel um, more whole. Like I don't have to be in this constant state of survival to be with this other person, friend, relationship, whatever it is, it feels like you can tell that they have your best interest. They can, you can tell that they are there for you um, to have a healthy relationship. And, and so it will feel different. Um, and, 
this was something that I noticed about myself. And I'm so I'm going to bring it up here because I just, there may be other people that feel the same way, is that I noticed that my entire body just felt like it was in a, a heightened state of tension. Um, and I, I remember sitting and feeling just super anxious. And I realized just like almost my body was vibrating um, because it was so tense that it just went into that vibration space. And it was very weird. Um, and when I became aware of that, then I was like, okay, I don't think that's normal. And so I started working on that. And I noticed that I just sat in, in this tense body all the time. That was the normal for me. But it's not the way we're supposed to be. And so I really started working on sitting quiet and just consciously relaxing my body so that I could get what that felt like, so that I could really start working on calming my body down and settling myself down enough that I could just relax and really feel what it felt like to not be in that survival mode all the time. And so I offer that out because I can't be the only one. I mean, we always think we are, but we're not. <laughs> and I am, I, and I, I want you to be aware of what's going on in your body. Like, do you feel tense all the time? Do you feel um, just like that body just, uh, you know, all the time? And if you do, I encourage you to just take a few minutes to just sit down and and bring yourself into a relaxed state. Just really consciously think about all the muscles in your body and relaxing them and feeling what that feels like. You may only be able to do it for 30 seconds or for a minute the first time because your body is in such a high survival rate or survival mode. And so that's okay because you're starting to introduce that to yourself. And when you continuously and consistently do that over time, that, that space, that time that you'll be able to do it will increase. And I, um, I will say just for myself that um, I am in a more relaxed state more of the time. I can feel myself starting to do that survival mode thing again, um, but I also know how to bring myself out of it now so that I can get back to a more um, relaxed state where I'm not in that survival mode. But it's um, I'm still working on that. Uh, but I know how to get myself out of it. I'll probably have to deal with that my whole life, and I'll have to work with it. But I have the tools now to where I know I can feel it coming on, and I'll go get myself into a place. Obviously, when I can, sometimes you're in the middle of a million things, and that's just not possible. But when, when you can, get yourself to a place where you can just sit down and you can relax yourself again. You can really focus on relaxing all of those muscles in your body. Let it go. Let all that energy go. And then from there, you can be like, okay, now I'm back into a place where it's healthier for me to be. My body is not fighting against itself. I'm not in survival mode. And I am able to come from a healthier place. 
So I just really, um, really encourage you to do that because in doing that and being aware of what your body is actually doing, you are making leaps and bounds of progress for yourself. And I know for me that it is also a help. It's also helped with the autoimmune disease that I have as far as like being able to bring myself out of that survival place. Um, it's made my body just feel um, healthier. And it's crazy that one little thing like that can make a shift, um, but it really, really does. And so I just wanted to share that with you guys today because I just felt like it was really something that has been on my mind. And I just wanted to offer that out to help you um, with your journey. So look at what you're doing. Are you stuck in research? Are you stuck in that addictive pattern of the survival mode and the things that you can do to, to kind of work yourself out of that? and um, help yourself into a healthier place. So that's what I have for you guys today. And I am just so grateful that I um, can share this with you and that you are listening. I am so grateful for each one of you that listens. And um, I just, just want to send that out to you and with all my love. And I hope that you have a wonderful holiday season. I'll be back next week. I'm going to get back on track, guys, because I, I really do feel that this stuff is valuable and it will be super helpful for you. So um, if you are looking for somebody that can help you um, in a more intimate way, reach out to me. You can find me on Facebook with Michelle Spexarth. You can find me on Instagram or you can um, send me an email. You can do that. It's mspexarth at gmail.com. I would love to help you one-on-one -on -one with your journey, and I am here for you. So have a great day.